adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. We're back. No Snooze Podcast, episode 53 from the Venezuela Villa. Yes. Kai Visions Productions. Yes. We finally got the studio. Congratulations, Kai. Yes. Big, big stuff. Uh, we're back for another great episode. Dave, you look great. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, off today, President's Day, but I got a couple appointments. Life has been a little shambly yeah. this morning. You well, know? you're scrambling. You're scrambling. Nah, I, you, you scramble, I go in shambles. You go in shambles? <laughs> you know, I was scrambling and shambling. Who's one of the best scramblers in the NFL? I, I fashion my game. I think Mahomes, honestly. He is he, good. Out of, I mean, in the pocket, out of the pocket, he's, you know. Yeah, he's a beast. Too bad he lost though. TB twelve, another chip. Baby. Yeah, we call that too. By the way, yeah, we, we did. What oh, was this? Oh, by the way, yeah. Can we talk about that? Kai Visions, you're <laughs> you're terrible. Whoa, yeah. And he he said that our predictions were atrocious. We, what Yours was the was, final score? Thirty one. I got yeah. 31, you were, you were right? extremely close. No, you, because they only scored nine. You were so. very close. We both chose Tampa Bay, but Kai said like it's a high scoring game, fifty to forty hmm. something, and he chose the wrong team. But Some, it's all right. Something went wrong though. I mean, what? You know, it They're wasn't lying. a normal, it wasn't a normal Mahomes game or a normal Kansas City game because he did he did play he balled out, but everyone was missing balls and there was a lot of flags. Like, I mean, they, I mean they they were. And did you he, count how many balls went through his receiver's hands oh, yeah. and hit him in the hit, chest, hit him in the face? Hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Was he not I mean, getting whacked the whole it? game? Yeah, I'm was. surprised he got knocked he out. He did almost game. get hurt <laughs> because he, he the their uh, yes. O line was just atrocious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that what was that last episode we did the two part. Um, so now we're back. Fresh Podbot update. Yes. Um, let's let's get into that. You want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I'm curious how you look good. It looks like you took a day off. I'll be honest. It doesn't look <laughs> like you worked out today. Sometimes you just see your vein in your forehead. Today oh, I don't see gotcha. that. Okay. So I was I went back. I did my body scan and I actually went up. Okay. Right. So I'm coming with the honesty here. I was 12.0 on the last one. I'm 12.1 on this <laughs> I one. You're going to be like, I was 17%. No, no, no. So from 12 to 12.1, I gained 0.7 pounds of muscle, which okay. was okay, right? But then I, I was upset about it because I'm like, man, you know, after two weeks, I want to see the the progress. Yeah. Come home. Obviously, my my wife is my... She She's the... Uh, Keeps you give, grounded. Give me something. Yeah, yeah. She's she the keep, positive. She's your rock. She, right. Keep it going. Keep it she's going. She's the A Come side on. to your B side. Yeah, keep it she's going. She's the peanut butter to your jelly. I like that. She's there the BLT to your BLT sandwich. Thank you. Exactly. So she's the level-headed one. Okay. <laughs> right. I, mean, uh, I was missing. what I'm trying Way to off. say. And she said, look, I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself here because one, you allowed yourself to cheat a little more because I was feeling good. I'm like, all right, this diet, you know, yeah. it's pretty easy. But then I allowed a couple more cheats, yep. a couple more cheats. Got a little complacent. Got a little complacent. That's a good topic for today, my brother. And she said, you have so much time left. So wouldn't you rather hover around that 12% mark? And then, you know, maybe when you're 30 days from the goal, because we still have like, well, it's February, March. We have all of February and all of March. So we have two full months still left. Yeah. Right. The way you're saying it, though, is from someone that's at the 12% mark with someone that's floating around above the 15 mark. Well, yeah. Well, that's what we so have is more like, yes. oh, my God, we only have. Got you. So I was taking this so seriously from the beginning. One, because I wanted to make sure that my system was working. Yes. Which it, I for me, you got the it's, feedback. It's definitely working for me. 
right? And but I, I think I have to take her perspective on it. Hover around that twelve. If I can get down to eleven five, maybe that'd be good. And then do a real push because I almost said to her, I said, "Look, I can't have dinner with you tonight because I'm going downstairs. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna burn another five hundred calories a night on the Peloton. Yeah. It might take that, right? And I might when I when I am thirty days out, just to give you a heads up, I might hit the pelly for another 30 minutes at night to get some extra cardio in. I like it. Right? But that's not a sustainable lifestyle for me to be working out. Do you think you have the time out. for that, though? For the I was just going to say, for 30 days, I can do that. Okay. You know what I mean? But I can't make that a, a lifestyle. But for yeah. something like this, for for the um, for the body update and, and trying to come in at the goal of 10%, that's a, a push I'm willing to make for 30 days. So point one up in two weeks from 12 to 12.1. Um, weight stayed the same. And my muscle went up to uh, 0.7%. Okay, that's good. Uh, not 0.7%, sorry, 0.7 pounds. To counter Karina, and Karina, I'm sure you're listening to this because you're a great fan. That's right. Don't prove us wrong. Uh, I would counter that with, don't you want to get ahead of the curve? Because you don't know what March it has entailed. As we've seen, we think the next month's going to be similar to the previous, and then everything gets thrown for a yep. loop. That was where I was coming from. And you, I already told you, I didn't put it out there yet, but I'll put it out there. If I come in at 10%, 10.0, I'm going to be disappointed. I know. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be under 10% specifically. I'll just throw it out there. I want to, <laughs> right? I want to be under 9%. See see how I called that out and you were you like, know? I'm fine with it? I know, and Kareen, I love you, but I know you weren't fine with that no, adjustment. I, I, no, 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 no. I, well, I said. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't fine with the results coming in. Yeah. But her perspective of it was good. It because makes sense. I can do a 30-day push. Now, I have to decide to myself. Am I going to do a 60 day push where I'm not cheating? But like this weekend, I had pizza twice because we had some company over, mm -hmm. right? The family came yeah, over. You got to be. Yeah. So, you know, I want to be a, as flexible as possible until I'm pinched. When I'm pinched and I know that I have to do something, yeah. then it's no problem. But I'm still a little far out to do it. So I want a balance of what you're saying and what she's saying. So to bring it back to the food challenge, what got me was the lack of time. I waited to the end and I pushed and I think I still had a little in the tank, but I ran out of time. Yeah. So in the back of my head, I'm playing like, I can't run out of time. I got to stay within striking distance and I have to keep pushing like a maniac because once March hits, I got to be in striking distance because yes, March typically for the real estate world is very busy Yep. and I can't lean on turning it another notch, turning it up another notch when March hits. So mm -hmm. I have to really push the end of February. We really are almost there now that you're saying. Yeah, it's not very I'm far away. I'm actually thinking about the time. We're halfway through February. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, the other point being that I get what you're saying about like you want to have the flexibility to let your hair down with the family and yeah. be a real human around other you know. people and not like a psycho. Yep. Um, so that's why I adopted the, the whole fasting thing during the week because the majority of the time in the week, I don't see anyone. So for, you know, to sit with Dana while she eats is fine. Like n avoiding a dinner with her during the week doesn't change my world. If we went out to dinner and I just sat there and had a water, <laughs> that with, is with a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so my thought was like, if you can be perfect during the week. Yes. Then weigh in on Fridays. So then you're, you're getting that gauge. Mm -hmm. You give yourself like a Saturday to cheat pretty good. And then Sunday kind of get back on schedule then you're setting yourself up to be a normal human to everyone else. Yep. But behind closed doors, yeah. being perfect. No, makes makes sense. And so my system, I was curious if it would work because this was the first way in since the fasting, right? Technically? Yes, since the fasting. Well, you gave Started. us, I think you gave us one last time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you did change. You, I, you shifted I adjusted the, a little yep. bit, did a little more vegan options, which 
I'm still using some vegan products, but I am definitely realizing that I like it. But to get this goal, I think I need to stick with proteins that I'm familiar with because it's the recipes that I can execute pretty easily. Waterhouse steaks. Well, <laughs> I didn't really – I had a bison this weekend. Nice. Delicious. So I did my weigh-in. I saw my guy Manny again. Turns out he's a real estate investor. Wow. Young kid. I think he's 26. I don't mean to blow up your spot, Manny. Got a triplex in Waterbury. Nice. So we had a good conversation. I said, you need any help? Let me know. Um, love to talk to you about real estate. You know, you help me with some uh, – Turn, burning some fat and we'll be it'll be a synergy <laughs> yep. a synergistic Good. relationship so i get on he's laughing he's like you know how to use the machine right i'm like yeah i've been here <laughs> i think it was my seventh weigh-in really yeah and i put it in uh i put i'll post it on the show notes but i put all my weigh-ins in an excel doc so you can see so week can over see week yep. so my last weigh-in was 16.8 percent mm-hmm. yep. i believe and i weighed in at 16.1 percent nice body fat <laughs> Nothing changed Very other nice. than fat dropped two pounds. Great. Nothing else changed. It was a perfect week of fasting. I did it every day. I actually ended it before my weigh-in with like a 35-hour fast. So Oof. I fasted from 10 a.m. the previous day, Yep. weighed in at about 10 a.m., and then we did a recording later in the day, and then I ate after the recording, uh, and I broke my fast with a Tell Mike Sent You episode. Which is a little dicey because you're like eating like an animal on show, like TV, like recorded eating like an animal. But it gives you balance. It does. It does. Good. So I think I'm in striking distance. I was really hoping for 15 because mentally. But 6%. I mean, 6%, you got about seven weeks left. Yeah, it's not a lot. That's a percent a week, and it's going to get harder. Extreme, baby. So here's my thought I started doing more uh, steady state cardio. And I'm I'm still doing like the 30 minute Peloton classes mm-hmm. with high um, resistance, like you said. But now I'm doing more weights, so I'm eating more calories. So I'm I'm bringing it up from 2,000 a day to like 2,500 to get the thousand calorie kid is going. To well, I've, I've been at calories? I've been at 2,000. Okay, All right. so I'm upping it to 2,500, and I'm trying to instead of like 1.25 percent of my lean body weight. I'm trying to get to 1.5 to add more muscle. Yep. I, I need to up the muscle so then the ratio is a little easier to get. Gotcha. Because my muscle building has gone stagnant. Yep. Isn't it crazy, though, when your goals change, like for your body? Like before, it was just like, damn, I want to fit in these suits. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you're like, a 1,000 calories sounds good. Like, yeah, I can, yeah. I can sustain this. Now you see like how high you actually have to be to be sustaining the muscle. Yeah. And it's easier to actually convert the muscle to fat versus just losing the fat. You know, True, when, when, yeah. we're, when we're lifting weights. Yeah. So that's why when Mike is saying, you know, and I'm, I'm calling him a thousand calorie kid, you're, he's shifting from yeah. that model of just trying to fit in a suit to now with with a purpose to get down to 10%. But if you listen to our Pedro episode, I explained what I was doing. Yes. I said, I'm breaking the, I'm knocking the house down and then I'm rebuilding from scratch, yep. which I, it's kind of going to plan. Look, man, you look good. Thank you. Look good. So 6%, I'm not going to lie, 6% in a in, month is getting me a little nervous. Well, not a month. Yeah, yeah cuz no. March. So I am considering as like hope I want to get down to 15 before March and then I think I really have a shot. Gotcha. We're going to get there. But I see you at 12 and how perfect you're eating and how hard you're working out and I'm like I need to pull every trick in the book. But I'm not for eating perfect. I eat perfect. I've always it's been extremely easy to, for me. 
uh, the way my my lifestyle works with work, Monday through Friday is easy. Yeah. Right. It's just it's very simple for me. Then the weekend comes because you're busy in the week. Yeah, exactly. And then the weekend comes and that's my opportunity to, you know, kind of kind of get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to admit too. I think I'm going to try a 48 hour fast, maybe more in March. I'm, I think I need to go extreme I'm excited to for the drop update, like. So I look forward to it. I might try to lose all my muscle for the last <laughs> just, push to yeah. hit the Listen, number. We didn't say anything about the goal being muscle. Yeah. So if yeah. you just come in, just I'm gonna <laughs> look like the, uh, the machinist or whatever yeah. the movie is. <laughs> we're gonna look like Justin. That's wow. <laughs> he's wow. The, oh. Honestly, he's got to be. He's way below ten percent. I want to hear CV's update, but yeah. Justin, tell Dave what your goal is. But there's no mic on him. Put yeah, a mic he got on him. it. He got Quick. it. Wow, the debut of Justin. Put a mic on it. Well, I'm not committed yet, but I'm going to commit to 10 pounds in the next two months. Of what? 10 pounds of what? Gained. Gaining 10 pounds. Yeah. We got to put a picture. We got to flash a picture of <laughs> yeah. Justin. Justin. Flexing. Um, <laughs> I can definitely help him with a gaining of 10 pounds. I don't know if it's the right 10 pounds, but he will gain 10 pounds. Talk to us, kid. Welcome, welcome back. Yes. I love when CV gets on here. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rip the the bandaid here. Um, <laughs> it's been two weeks, right, yep, since yep. the last uh, reported, you know, update. Yep. So it has not been great, and primarily because we've been moving, as you guys know, and for those of you that don't, we have been moving, and that has really thrown everything out of out of whack, crazy out of whack. Um, we still have tried our hardest to to have our our meals prepped for the week. And that has been working. So we have been eating at least our breakfast and our lunch the right way. Um, but out of the five days of the week, the dinners have been not not the greatest. Um, just because we're tired, we're exhausted. When we're not at work, we're physically trying to pack things or move things. The weekends, every hour of the weekend has been dedicated to either moving or doing the show. So there hasn't really been a lot of time, even prepping, like cooking to the prep foods. That has been like a major struggle, but at least we have gotten that done. So all said and done, um, the eating has not been great. However, on the scale, it has reflected differently. So now <laughs> One intro. this could mean that, uh, you know, my maybe muscle is dropping or I burn, don't know. <laughs> maybe we're burning more calories too. With yeah, the moving. Stuff. Well, actually, yeah. yes, because I can. my body is sore. Every Every muscle is hurting right now. Um, but I think I dropped like a pound. Um, not that it's a major thing, dropped but I dropped a pound. All right. So you, and, you, and that's, and I would, last episode, I hadn't weighed myself. I was going to weigh myself before I came to the show, completely forgot. So as soon as I got back from the show, I actually weighed myself and it was one pound less. So there's, there's the progress. So, you know, what's crazy. And with somebody like CV who was willing to accept the challenge of 50 pounds in the year, right? For right. for you, you saying that you lost a pound in a week, it's actually great because if you just did that and you're even oh, two weeks, well, yeah, well, that, oh, still yeah, I guess. But and no, you still said a, pound, a, a pound and a half or a pound. It was a pound point. But either way, and you said you didn't even really do anything because it's not like you're back to your routine of doing anything fitness oh, related. No, yet. not not at all. So imagine if you're still doing that just by you being a little health conscious, he's losing a pound. So if you were to sustain that over 52 weeks, that'd be. 52 pounds although i will tell you i think I like, he's do the that, moving the moving portion i think i've done more exercise in the moving than i have yeah, but in that's all still, of 2021 it's still a one shot 
yeah. deal for the month right. versus, you know, he, he loves to walk. He actually has, you know, always walked, walking, but he's really got to get back to that. And when you do that and you tie that with making healthy decisions in the kitchen, now your weight loss is going to come up. But you're still on track, bro. Do you know who Mike Dolce is? Um, Mikey Sweet, they call him, right? Is his name Mikey well, that's Sweet? Dolce, means. Dolce Diet. No, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. so this—it's the trainer for. I've mentioned it before. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. Um, he's a trainer for the UFC, and his whole thing is that we're just going to eat regular, and you're going to uh, lose weight and fat by uh, upping your output versus limiting your input. So he's like, it's much easier for people to grasp increasing efforts. You can't outrun a bad diet but you yep. can start the process yep. by upping output which is okay. interesting because you know sometimes you you try to slam the diet yep. whereas if you just start walking for the month you get a little momentum going right. and then you go back to the diet and you you know it uh you have some momentum to work with yep. versus starting from scratch so it's I interesting. like that i like that mindset it's interesting he's um, good that guy I no that's good I, I gotta check him out yeah so we are gonna bring back a little portion of no snooze that we had started some time back um with recommendations yes right and we are going to dive into these products a little bit deeper and i think it's something that's cool one because i mean i always talk about this freaking water bottle um but we're going to come every week with a product give it a review and then we're going to link the product right in the show notes so yep. people can actually purchase justin knows very well because this handy dandy water bottle over here let me let me actually put the cap on so we're gonna see our see skills it. sale our yeah, sale right. our our skills in sales with this so as well. i came to speak a lot of people have seen this in the shot on you know just whether it's on the table in a no snooze episode or it's, it's just always with me we've had people inquire about this water bottle as well exactly. multiple people and i always used to just say yeah, yeah it's sleek right like it's just cool so one it is called Just Add Water. That's the company name. Yeah. But it's W-A-T-U-R. Right? So it's an extremely water. slim water, right? Extremely slim water bottle, 32 ounces. Right? W what's good about it though is that it fits in the cup holder. Yeah. And for me, when I was carrying around my 50 ounce Essentias or the um, you know, the big bulky one that I have. I mean, yeah, you slap a no snooze logo on it looks good, but it doesn't fit in the cup holder. So yep. it's just every turn is is all over the place. Um, BPA free. What does that mean? Uh, the the like chemical no BPA. BPA. BPA is bad. Yeah, right? it's okay. terrible. Right. Um, it's got the little time stamp on it, too. I never noticed that. Right. For, for a little motivation. A good thing about this company is that they don't put the logos on it, which allows you to be flexible and creative and slap your own little no snooze logo on it here. Beautiful. Right. You can get it on Amazon. Price point. Give me a price point. What do you think it is? What does it look uh, that, like? That looks like a $99 right? one. Right? And yeah. you can get this for only 20 bucks. No. Yeah, I swear. You're, are you? <laughs> I swear. And you know what's funny? That that kind of sounds like we're going to make money on this thing. And we're not. I mean, that's the goal. We're just, we're just being honest, though. I, I have to be honest. That bottle looks like I would if I was a water bottle. Lean, long and lean. sleek. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I stand with my arms on my side, <laughs> I look like lean. that. I, I get it. I, I, uh, I guess. Whereas the other one that I had, that was me, right? Yeah, the, you're big. the Essentia bottle where it doesn't really fit. <laughs> just big. It doesn't really fit places. Just a big chub? It's kind of rolling around. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, um, I have a fun what, fact. Have... I have a fun fact. What? You asked for BPA. Yes. I got you. Oh, thank In you. Intern wasn't At least on this someone's thing. Googling. Yep, good. This is going to be a tough what one. What is BPA? Bisphenol A. It's an industrial chemical that has been used to make certain plastics. 
So okay. the bis B is the B, the phenol, bisphenol. Phenol bis, starts with P. I, yeah, yeah. Bisphenol, bisphenol. I mean, a. it's so, one word. Okay. Bisphenol. But I'm assuming it's the but B, P, and the A. It's I mean, a good looking bottle. I was I gonna mean, say from from a visual standpoint, like this water bottle is hot. I don't really I, care about the functionality no? of a bottle. It, that's like a accent piece. And I bought it for Karina as well in pink and slapped a no snooze logo on it. That's nice, right? You and slap they, a no snooze on anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have a um uh, a red that's really cool. They got a blue that's good. Intern Justin, throw me his water bottle real quick. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll, we'll so go I have the, the show notes I have the it. gold one. Look at this one. He got the he got the black with the white mm. no snooze logo on. Very it. nice. Um, but yeah, they they walk around and they make fun of me because I always have this water bottle. So now when Justin walks around, he's like, "Yo, I stole Mr. Regina's bottle," and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like one, you don't have to call me Mr. Regina. It's okay. I sound extremely old." And they have an Instagram, right? Yes. So you can follow them at Just Add Water. What I like about them is they're a small company. Mm. Right, very small company, but they're doing well. And remember, it's W A T U R, um, and we could tag them and uh, shout them out. But definitely go uh, go check it out. That's the uh, water brand, water bottle brand that um, Cardi B likes. Water. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. We just got that was that was perfect. Cardi B. Shout it. Uh, I also went with a small company. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Mike is maneuvering his way to. Wow, we have we have. I didn't even think dumbbells. Uh, Mike just won his fine and is not on. Frame. It's not on the frame. You have to move it back a little. Put them on your lap. So yeah, no, they're pretty heavy. So I brought uh, the Bowflex. Uh, I call them the smart bells. I don't know what they're actually called. Well, well, you call it smart bell because typically these are dumbbells, and, and this smart. is very smart. Yeah. So let me get these in. And for it you. is a smart bell system because. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, there you go. Well, well, Justin, come on the screen real quick. Yeah, come on screen. Hold that. Come over here, right in the middle, Justin. Middle. You're like our Vanna White. <laughs> did did, did you give him, did you give him the, 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 two, the two pounders? Is there that you the go. two pounders? So, so the thing I love about these dumbbells, they clearly are mobile, right? You can pick <laughs> them up and take them with you. When you're doing supersets, you drop them into the base, and you can adjust any weight, right? Yep. Beautiful. I have a question. Yes. How much weight is on there right now? That's 15 pounds. I'm actually. He looks Wait, like he's struggling. You came over here and took your mask off. Put the, put it yeah, put the mask on. back on. <laughs> so on. the other thing that's. Some, he wanted everyone to see his pretty face, this guy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about these Don't worry. His head is cut off. <laughs> is the, uh, the, the length of the dumbbells nice because it adds more stability when you do a curl. Yeah. You can't get close to the side with it. But it allow it makes you kind of keep your form. What poundage is this? Because Justin is struggling over here. No, I'm chilling. He's already bulking up. Five pounds. What um? What what is this? What pound? So this is fifteen. Oh, that's the fifteen. I got you. So you put them on the base. You turn this knob, and it connects. It goes up to fifty-two and a half for each dumbbell. I got two of them. Yeah. Uh, they do have ones that go up to a hundred. I would probably uh, get perk. They're like a thousand bucks though. So Uh, you know. I have to say, I don't know how many, you know, 20 dumbbells would be, but you're probably looking at that price anyway. Oh, yeah, at least. So. Well, so a cheap dumbbell is a dollar a pound. Like, that's like yeah. extremely cheap, yeah. right? So for just 50 pound dumbbells, you're looking at 100 bucks. And uh, this actually fits very nice and compactly in the Peli Nook. So we got our Peloton, yep. and then we have the weights in the corner. Every morning, I grab them, put them, set them up, mm-hmm. and you get a nice workout. How much do these run, though? Uh, these were like three fifty. Okay. Uh, I think you can probably get some knockoffs, which we don't recommend. Yeah. Uh, the Chinatown we're version. Team Bowflex, but they do have a bunch of knockoffs. <laughs> so if you want those, 
Highly recommend them. The best. Get them, I, on, get them on Delancey Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, they fell off the truck. First, uh, this I have to say, out of all the uh, equipment, minus maybe the Peloton, yeah, these are the best thing I ever purchased. Wow. Yeah. And I, I maybe CV can throw a picture in there too. But for people who don't know, so the rest of the the weight is on the floor, and really what you do is you just put the dumbbells back in the slot and you turn the dial. You could turn the dial to change the weight. Go ahead, but, Justin. Pick up the whole thing. That's on everything that's on Mike's lap right now in the shot is that's the full dumbbell. So it doesn't matter how heavy you <laughs> doesn't matter how heavy you go. Um, you know, so it's a it's a space saver. Kind of quick too. Yeah, and it's extremely quick. I love infomercials. I feel like we're on an infomercial. No, this is cool. I'm, I'm actually learning here too because I had a bad experience with these things. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Justin's gonna fall off. Camera. Someone's back is broken. Um, yeah. So one time, somebody, you know how you adjust both sides? Yeah. Did one yeah. So somebody did one side to me on the heavier ones, and I remember I had like seventy pounds on one side and like sixty on another, yeah. and I almost got injured. So just make sure that you know you look and you you do it properly. These are smart bells for smart people. Don't I love be that. dumb with the dumbbell. <laughs> yes. Don't, yes, Michael. I think we should just start branding we for should, companies. We should. We should. All right. I got to drop this. Keep the ball rolling yep. while we get these off. Go ahead. Nope. Yeah, that's my guy. Look, he knows how to grab lift from Perfect. the legs. Just. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna honestly bring you guys um sure. you know things we use. That form was brutal. I, I, was, I thought he was just <laughs> hey, gonna, I thought he was just gonna break his back. Yeah, you, you know what I was gonna do? Because you know I always have some on me. I don't even know if I do today. Oh. I was gonna do a, a cigar. I think we do. I think we dive right? into a one cigar an episode because I'm not gonna bring one. I will. I'd like to be told I will. About not, him. not not today, but you know why not today? Because we just did one. So I'll keep yeah, them. But that's not going to be a, a product the, recommendation. That's just going to be a cigar section. No, I'll, I'll keep the I'll keep the people waiting. Tell them Dave smoked it. That's what, ooh, I like. What that. is it? That's the one you said before. Uh, this is the gatekeeper. This is Alec Bradley gatekeeper. What is that? Um, is it nice? What is yeah, it? Oh, Bold? It's delicious. No, so Miles? it's a. Um, He's baiting you. He got you too. <laughs> he baited you. He did bait me. I know he did. We'll talk um, to him. So wanna... yeah, that's a that's a robusto size, right? Okay. So it's about what is it? Five and a half inches. Um, nice ring gauge on it, but it's very flavorful. It actually it actually rated. Number seven on the top 25 cigar aficionado this year. One of the things that Dave taught me early on with cigars that kind of blew my mind was that all of the cigars that you like come in different sizes. Yes. Which I didn't understand in the beginning. Yep. I thought you just like that cigar comes in one size. One size. You know, so when you see yeah. like a certain cigar with a huge ring gauge. Yep. I was like, oh, that's just how they come. But they could come in long and skinnies. They could. Which I like. Those are longs, uh, Longdales. Longdales. Right. And um, you have Churchill's, which are long as well mm -hmm. um and lanceros okay those are the the skinnier ones and what do you just so people know if you, you know you get some fan mail people yep. send you some guards to try oh yes I'm what a, What do you like so i'm a huge padron guy okay you know yeah, yeah i do you know mr p sent me sent me a nice uh nice little bundle of padrones there what size though what gauge just um, quick for the, so, for so the, the people the gauge though gauge is the circumference of it mm -hmm. right versus the length so yeah. are you talking about the actual it's like a suit right you say i want this gauge i want right. this length yeah. so that, and then you uh, have the padron i i like is a 50 52 ring gauge okay give me um, like a so it's this is this is 50 i don't know this is a 40 yeah this is 48 yeah so that's 48. like an average so when i think yeah. of a cigar that's like an average yeah um so the one the padron that that you guys had got me is a little thicker than this um, but this is a good like every day, you know, I, I don't smoke every day, but I try to, <laughs> but I, I get a couple in a week, as you know, a couple, uh, a couple in a week. But I mean, honestly, with today's world with like Zoom and stuff, I, I need to be in a quiet place. Right. Oh. So it happens to be my cigar lounge at times. And if I have a meeting that's at six o'clock at night 
and I don't have to be in the office, why can't I be in the cigar lounge? Listen, you're right? not going to have so any- So it's uh, like my leisure with my professional world as well. Um, but yeah, so maybe we'll do a little uh, a little thing on on uh, cigars. And was it a message to me or was it on Instagram? I forget where you wrote, what? some people meditate, I smoke cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that a post? <laughs> I just put it on my, on my yeah, story. That, yeah. I think that should be like someone's slogan. That's it's, phenomenal. It's the truth, man. Some people meditate. I smoke cigars. That's good. That's you know? a t-shirt. That is, I like that. Um, so yes, maybe we'll we'll start doing that. But I, I'm not I'm not selling to people on the that cigar yet. hour with the vanilla gorilla. The vanilla gorilla. That was uh, your nickname, you brought. Yes. I don't want to take credit for that. That's no, what that's, you told me. That's good. I, I I like it. But it you have to be specific about it because you can't say like usually I say chocolate and vanilla, right? But this has to be the vanilla gorilla. So the rhyme goes goes nice together. When did you, know? you think about that? Um, honestly, I heard it somewhere. Oh, I'm you not did? gonna lie, yeah. So yeah. I stole that. It sounds like Riff Raff. Was it Riff Raff? Who was? Is that a movie? <laughs> He's a rapper. You don't know oh, who Riff no. Raff is? No. Wow. I don't know. My rap game is is struggling. Okay. These days. Anyway. All right. Shifting. That was a great segment. Um, I have perspective for you now. You're not gonna like this one. I could see it already because it has to do with relationship talk. I'm out. I'm out. Hi. Thank you. So. And I got to be careful with this one. I don't want to disclose all the information, but I'm going to disclose as many details as possible. Mike put his microphone down so he doesn't have to speak anymore. <laughs> so I know this female. She happens to be, you know, very good friend, maybe a relative, maybe a best friend, somewhere in there. Okay. Right. And she started seeing this guy and they've been talking, I want to say on and off for like a month-ish. Right. And he, he was he was a very nice guy, kind of he did the Instagram approach, slid in the DMs, introduced himself, you know, said, hey, you know, uh, if there's an opportunity, you know, maybe I could take you out for, for a drink or something like that. So great. This female entertains it. A couple weeks go by. Everything is good. Right. She then tells me that a week ago, pro right before Valentine's Day, he sends this random message like. Hey, you know, I just got to let you know, one, I'm a little nervous as to how much I like you right now. Right. And it's it's kind of scaring me a little bit. Right. So she at first when she read that, she was like, oh, OK, that's like a nice, nice thing to say, you know. Then he follows up with, yeah, but like this Sunday, I don't want it to be weird talking about Valentine's Day. Like my family's my family's not big gifters. They don't gift very well. My start it starts in my opinion. It's like diarrhea of the mouth. He's like, well, my daddy's you know kind of a kind of a simple man. He's he's quiet. He doesn't really like gifts. Mom's a little bit better, but you know I'm just really not into it. So I'm I'm hoping that like you're okay with like not being like a Valentine type thing. So we're talking about this. We're having this debate, and in my head, knowing who this female is, I know that it had to kind of crush her because she's just a giver, right? So she would be somebody that even if you go out to to dinner with her and it's around Valentine's Day, of course she'll bring you like a chocolate or something. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be major. Exactly. And it's not about the gifting it's thing. The thought. Give me your opinion on your approach of this gentleman. How long have they been dating? They haven't. It's not even official. That's the thing. Uh. It's, it's not official. Like, give me your honest opinion of it. I think that's red flags right off the bat. Did he blow his load too early here? Like, what did he? Th I'm serious. No, really. I like. I just. I don't know. I think it's overthinking. I mean, I, you go out to dinner. If it happens to fall on Valentine's Day, bring a rose. You bring something minor, right? Some like she mentioned something that you think's funny, and you bring an item, a candy bar. It doesn't have to. But be But for major. you to set this up, it's kind of a weird. week in advance. Yeah. 
prior to Valentine's Day coming, saying, "Hey, you know, we we are gonna, you know, go out. Were they to going? Dinner they're the going night. to dinner. Yeah, but the night before. Yeah, which which was fine, right? But this female, I know her that she she loves just little gestures. Like yeah. anytime I think she ever comes of, to my house, right? Do. She'll she'll show. Yeah, but she'll just. She she's a very loving person, so she'll come with chocolates for me because she knows I like chocolates, right? Like, she'll just bring something for you know a dessert or something. So for her, she then the the debate we were having was, should she even then get him something because now she felt like super weird. Yeah, out. that that makes it weird. All of the females said, just so you know, him. said don't get him anything, and I said, you know what? I don't think you should allow this male to change who you are as an individual. And if you think that it's it's a gesture that you would do anyway, you should go ahead and do it. And all the chicks in the room, they were like, absolutely not. No way. We even had Zooms going, like phone calls going. Like, is this, you know. But just not overboard. You say it into the mic. You can get something, but not overboard. Yeah, or no, she's saying, not. I would, again, defer, to, I would had, defer to the women. This though. had nothing to I would do. Defer to the women. Wait, so you were saying don't do anything. No. This has nothing to do with an actual gift itself, right? Like if we're calling a gift a rose like Mike is talking about, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking yeah, about. It a, doesn't have to be cliche. Like you right. don't have to bring a rose. Exactly. But she got so in her head because this dude drew up this whole thing, started saying family backgrounds and why he's not. a. But was it in conversation or was it like unanswered text messages? Unanswered. This. What do you, wait, what do you mean unanswered? Okay, so it's one thing if we're having a combo. No, no combo. And I'm hitting you with layers of detail no. after you're responding. No. Or is it like, hey, here's my essay. Read it and then let me know your thoughts. Uh, pretty much like, you know, started off with like, you know, hey, you know, I know Valentine's Day is coming up type thing and we're going out to dinner and I don't want this to be weird and my if, family is not a good gift. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if, I'm started- the, if I'm the woman in that situation, that kind of ruins the excitement for me. Right. I want to know the like, maybe he is in his head thinking this is like a nice Valentine's Day treat. Maybe there is an opportunity to maybe get yep. a little gift. Yep. You know, it's kind of weird to do that. I mean, I don't know the kid. I don't know who this is, who we're talking about. But if it were me, I probably wouldn't have. That's a conversation maybe you have in person during when you're like, you know, it's the night. What are you doing for Valentine's Day tomorrow? I'm like, oh, not a week blah, out blah, blah. or a couple of days out to make yeah. this chick. But it, then it could get be he's honestly nervous because he this likes is her. The time and, where you just run for the hills, right? Yeah, I don't know. Did, did you the, just tell the friend to run for the hills? Do you Personally, just I want someone with confidence. And what Dana did well when we first started dating, and she took it into her hands. And yep. said we're going out, which I loved because a lot of women wouldn't say that. Yep. And I was, and like, now they can't make a decision for their life. So she tricked exactly. Me. She <laughs> made yeah. she she, but, she really she really she really did you well. But you make her one, and Karina both. Yeah. Mike and I will ask them. What do you guys want to dinner? They're like, no, oh no, my there's too many options. Yeah, yeah. But I do. I You're think, and I, I'd be curious. I'd be curious what the girls thought of that. Um, but I know as if I was having that conversation with someone, it would get like weird. Yeah. Because so, then it's like you, you're, I agree. you're assuming that I'm taking more serious than it is when I'm just we're going out and have fun. Exactly. And, and yeah. to me, one, if I was this dude, don't know if you're onto the podcast or not. Yeah. What if he's like, I'm not uh, it's fine. And, and he could he could very well be. But if I were you, I would have one just shut my mouth. And kept no, I'm serious. I would aggressive way to say I would have no, shut no, my mouth. Not not in that. I know in, what you're saying. Not in that way. Like I would have shut my mouth and went on this date. One for sure. The individual that I am, the individual that I was raised as. Like even my dad growing up, he he had me, my brother, and my sister. 
you know, my sister would receive um, gifts from my dad every Valentine's Day. My dad would give us a bear or chocolates, you know? So something like that. If I'm a, a dude that's dating in the world around Valentine's Day, of course I would bring some sort of acknowledgement. It doesn't have to be corny like, hey, will you be my Valentine? I probably would be corny like that, actually. Um, but if if that was weird for him, I just would have showed up to dinner with something. Doesn't have to be anything crazy, right? But like an acknowledgement of it is what I where I think this dude went wrong. I got a couple follow up questions, right? Instagram's like the new foundation. It's basically texting. Sometimes it can be taken out of context. Yeah. Sometimes I say something and then you read it back and ooh, that sounds terrible. But in my head, I said it with like a little smile, yeah. laughed at the end of it, but it gets taken out of context. Maybe give the kid the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was just presented poorly. Um, Question, did they actually end up going on a date? Oh, they went on a date. Okay. Did he get a gift? No. Okay. Was it a good date? Uh, because this female was, um, was it just to let you know, I heard a click. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this female then got in her head crazy this whole time. Like, is he going to show up with something? Is he not? Is he going to show up with something? So then she addressed it. Mm. She addressed Which it. Which I think there. is the way to do it. I give her yeah. credit. I but think then you it address got, it. It got a little. They got more weird. It got a little weirder. Yeah, exactly. But my my real thing is when this happened, and the real question is, would you second date or run for the hills? I did. did you, if you enjoy <laughs> the hills. <laughs> uh, but if you enjoy the first date, it's like. I don't know, dude. It's, it could just be an awkward start. I, I mean, it happens. I, Yes, but they've been talking for, you know, a while. I and I, I just think the approach, again. I think nice it's dude, easy for us approach, to be. Man. <laughs> Absolutely. I was, even, I, I was muted. What, what, <laughs> I was saying about the second opportunity. Somebody, somebody wise once told me we should um always give second opportunity. Absolutely. I agree. But I'm not going to lie. Run for the hills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In that moment. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? No, I was just going to say, I, I don't know the context. If she enjoyed it, go on a second date. But if you didn't enjoy it, I'm not, you know, I'm not one to waste my time. Yeah. So I also know how this ended up because I'm going to tell you. So I don't know where it's going because it could come back around. So is this person going to be mortified that you're talking about this? On the probably. Podcast? If oh, they listen. Good, probably. Good, good. So. Awesome. So <laughs> the real. <laughs> they go back to the to the apartment. My man goes downstairs to move his car for for uh, some parking. He had to move it. She texted him like, I don't think you should come back up. Can <laughs> well, <laughs> you laugh into the then microphone? What, then what you second date are we talking about? What, well, I don't know because she did say that she was open to <laughs> – she's open to discussing it further. But she said, yo, I was no, so – she's done. She's she done. just said I was so – in my head about this situation and then it just kept getting weirder and weirder so she said i didn't know what to do he went downstairs and i just told him i don't think you should come back upstairs good move. Kind of, that was a good, good move. move yeah yeah it's a good move, it's a good move. Right. i think so, ultimately you know valentine's is generally not a male type of a holiday regardless having said that we still got to do what we got to do you got to do the right thing and if you are with a lady whether it's on a date or you're married or whatever you have to at least acknowledge or do something nice it's not our favorite time. I think. I think we can. Well, maybe. I like it. Maybe I think it's fine. Yeah. But most dudes, it's not something I you're thinking love. about. It's nothing you're looking forward to. But <laughs> when the time love. comes, you have to do the right thing. If you can't even do this much, I think that, and that's why I say you got to right. run for the hills because it's too early for this to be like this. Yeah. Right. You're setting it up for. I don't know. Yeah. To CV's point, he his first mistake was considering himself before the lady. Right. 
Because when she, I think like, you're right. who cares if you don't give gifts? Does she like gifts? And so that's what this person responded. She had a great response, and and I commend her on this one because she said, "I understand that you had your family upbringing, right?" But you are your own person. Yeah, you have an matter? opportunity to do anything you want to do. Yeah. Which I thought was a great response, you know, because this person I know, you know, she had her family history, too. So she could have very well responded back like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, this uncle of mine is crazy or this person, you yeah. know, and I never thought about that. I, that's like me saying my family only eats uh, peanut butter and jelly. So I can't go out to dinner with you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, though. Right. And it, it's, is that weird. not bizarre? Yeah. So I, I think I don't know. I think. It's just excuses. Yeah, just move on, Listen, I guess. I think, but if she comes back, what if now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, CV. <laughs> let me ask you this, guys. <laughs> if she shows up to my house with this guy. <laughs> then you, I think you in very Dave fashion. You got to uh, take off the episode I just, off completely. No, no, I just no, sit no, him no. down. I sit him down. I say, hey, listen. You man. address it head no. on like you usually do everything. I'm just going to sit him down. I watch this, man. <laughs> Put that just on. make them watch it right? with you sitting you're there. Lucky you're Can back. I sit there with you? Yeah, absolutely. I'll sit on the other and side. Smoking, I like Bradley Gatekeeper to, yeah. to top it off. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. I don't know, and I know you don't like the relationship stuff. No, no, about, I just but... in my head, I'm trying to think like, have I? I'm sure I've done like worse than that by far. I don't know, dude. This is pretty. This is if it, it. Here's my thing: if it doesn't match, right? Like if you are barking up the wrong tree. In any situation, and you're not a fit, like that might have worked with other people, you know. How do, that doesn't work for anybody. oh, I I hate gifts too. No, I hate Valentine's Day. Blah blah blah. You know, you never know what someone's gonna react. That's fine, so. but at the end of the day, as corny as everyone knows, chocolates and a bear and flowers are. Every person, even ma even males, me, I like waking up knowing, or even, and I don't expect it, but if my wife has a little box of dollar chocolates for me it's a it gives you a good feeling yeah well it's she because you're been on a diet she happened to pair it very well with three cigars you know so it worked, <laughs> it worked out even it's it a worked out box even, with cigars it worked it. out even better chocolate cigars but you, you know what i mean like we'd be lying like same thing everybody says happy birthday but you say happy birthday regardless because it's the right thing to do Ooh, there's some people that don't and it's wait what i don't want to talk about that yeah that, that's like that a don't. conspiracy thing if it's your birthday <laughs> Everybody says happy birthday to you, right? Whether you, whether you think it's corny or not, you still acknowledge that person. So Valentine's Day, for somebody who's new to dating in that scene, I would expect that mutually, it doesn't have to, even as a friend thing, right? Like in, in first grade, we're always taught, write these letters to your friend. And, you, you know, we always used to exchange little hearts and stuff like that. I felt bad because I, I wanted this female to, you know, receive that. And she, she, the way she was telling me, I knew she wasn't going to get it. Yeah. But I actually bet against him. I, I bet against What was him. the line? Can I bet with you? No, because she said, what, what's your opinion on it? And I believed strongly in my heart, and I told her this, that he was going to show up with something. Really? And my man showed up with nothing. Dude, yeah, you can't show up with something after you say that. So you would have said, no, that he's not. Yeah, why would you bring my that up wife, if you weren't you know, going to bring it? my wife said. She said, okay, don't expect anything because this dude told you straight up. He's yeah. not. Guys don't play games. I, more the most uh, in that sense, guys don't I play don't games. Know. They're I like, see, I would do that. I would do that, and then show up with like a bear bigger than the car. Like, then that you know would, what I mean, I would that would make that would make the situation make sense. So I you guess. were thinking like logically, if you were going to do he, it, that's but I, I could just see how you know. I don't want to keep going in circles on, but she was hurt. Yeah, I can't wait the, to hear her reaction. Message after this comes out, you know. Yeah, oh, she's gonna be pissed. I, I didn't agree to this. It's all right, Sally. I think you gotta look fine. at the Sally. You gotta look at the flip side, though. I mean, this is a good you the know, flip good side. warning sign. 
That's what yeah, I yeah. Know, if it's not man. meant to be, it's not meant right. to be. But Move not for on. nothing. I took it even. All right, I'm gonna give so you. Yeah, you took it harder than she did. It sounds like I did. It's it's annoying. I did. It's not it's not cool. It's not cool, right? Nice looking guy. Give him that. Means nothing. Yeah. It's all about it, personality. Right. I, I, I agree. Um and I, I believe he hit a little hit a little goomba in him, Mike. Was it a little Italian guy? <laughs> I said what's Wait, that? What? He, he had a vowel in his last name, huh? Yeah, I could see Italian guy pulling that off. <laughs> yeah. All right, it Being all makes sense. Italian, all right, yeah. date him, give him another chance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Run for the hills. Yes. And that was a good to, segment. If I have to sit him down and <laughs> show him this. You must be must be terrifying to have you uh, hovering around relationships. Yeah. Moving on, I guess. Yes. All right. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Um, We're going to talk about complacency for this episode, Okay, yeah. Complacency is something that I think individuals... Every day we battle, mm. right? I think our routines ironically make us complacent. And our routines, by that specifically, I mean um, unstructured routines, that things we have to do every day, right? But that's why I believe in progressive routines and doing something that makes you progress every single day, right? For me, it's the hydrating in the morning, the reading the 10 pages, following up on my emails, working out things like that, that try to make you not complacent in life. But I also believe that companies in general, uh, from a work perspective, they control the dynamic of the employee's head with old ways of thinking, which make it harder for the employees to not become complacent. Does that make sense? They're, they groom complacency because if they're complacent, then they're happy and the status quo is not challenged. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. So on a day-to-day basis, right? What what do you or not even day-to-day, but what just in your life, what do you do to, I guess, avoid complacency? Uh to bring it full circle, yep. one of the things I do is I, I try to set goals that stress me out so that you can't just do what you've been doing to get to them. For example, the weight loss, weight, body fat body yep. fat, body, <laughs> body <laughs> fat <laughs> challenge. Uh it's an aggressive goal. So like I can't just do what I was typically doing yep. to get to that point. So it forces you so you can't be complacent. You can't take weeks off to get to that that next level. So I do that with that, you know, life in general, business. Uh yeah. So the goal setting thing is so you I think it's important extreme. if you if you yeah. put a big enough goal, you can't be complacent because even the if you have successes if the goal's big enough, that success doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. It's great. Yep. Pat yourself on the back. But if you want to get to the level of which you're shooting for, uh, you don't really have time to pat yourself on the back and stay there. You have to yep. keep moving. Yeah. Um, no, that's, a, that's a good point. And then changing things up. I mean, as we've seen, I like to... <laughs> yeah. to uh, one of the things I like to think about is like you need to do... to get. There's different levels. And to get to that next level, you have to change something. 
uh, because what you're doing currently is not going to result in a different result, right? Like yep. your actions you're taking now are giving you what you're getting currently. So to get different action, different results, you need different actions. And you have to do that in a different way. Correct. Because it could be the same, like working out for us, right? Yeah. It could be something you do all your life. Yeah. But to get to 10%, like for me, I couldn't work out the same exact way I was working out and eat yeah. the same exact things. I had to kind of switch it up. Exactly. Right? Same thing with for positions professionally. Yes. Yeah. Right? So so the when I talk about like doing commercial real estate or doing mm-hmm. things where you always talk about getting uncomfortable, being comfortable, getting uncomfortable, if you're not if you're not challenging yourself and putting different uh, obstacles in front of yourself and being kind of a, 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 a novice again in certain aspects, then yep. you're not forced to grow. And the more you can do that, the faster you grow. Yep. Right. Well, yeah. So the the complacent, uh, the biggest thing I think I do to combat it is the the big goals because by having big goals, you are forced to keep reworking what you're doing because it's not easily achievable. Mm-hmm. So you and then. You know, I'll, I'll mention some other tricks, yep. but no, it makes sense. I think the easiest way when I think of complacency, though, complacency ruins progress. Okay, right? Like because it, it's deep, but it's simple. Yeah, and I like simple stuff, even though I like to. You know, you should hear my quote at the end. It's, it's I got it's a, a nice book. simple quote. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a book, but <laughs> ten, it's but, ten pages, but. It ruins the progress because it you, you never you get to this place in your head and and again to those people who I think who are complacent in their careers, um, I don't think it's always a bad thing. Well, there's a difference between complacency and being happy. That's content, but content and happiness are a little different too, right? Because you well, can, content is like I'm okay, I guess. With yeah, if you're happy in what you're doing, yeah, um, you can still not be complacent and be happy. Google Justin. Um, that's his nickname, by the way. Google, Google Justin. Justin. Um, can can you Google? Hey Justin, the- <laughs> instead of Hey Siri. <laughs> yeah. Hey Justin. <laughs> that's good. Can you Google the actual definition of complacency? And then we got to make his voice like robotic. I just kind of want, I I want to hear it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, Dave. Complacency uh, means. Question is. Yeah, yeah. And then after he gives us this definition, I want to. I mean, you're can I hit you with the equation? I have a question about this complacency thing. Though. Yes. Now you got me thinking. Yeah. My mic. I'm good. All right. So. When you're saying, and that gives Google Justin a minute to, yep. to do his thing. When you're talking about complacency, are you are you talking about in one specific thing or overall in life? So overall in life and complacency to me, and I know Justin's ready, but to me, complacency is different than content because when you're complacent, you almost know that there's another level ahead of you, but you choose to stay in that below level because you're fearful of any any downfall or any failure during the process any fall. but what if you have many books so if you're talking about one book my one book in life is to be fit right, right. and but I'm, I'm complacent in my my book of fitness mm-hmm. however in other books of that i like i'm not complacent right, right. so yeah. that, and that's why i asked is it are you are we talking about complacency as it pertains as a whole or are we talking about complacency? I, I think as, as a whole. I mean, I think as a whole too, but, for sure. But you can break down in different areas yes. and, and work on different areas in different times, but you get in the habit of pushing yourself in an area and then you just replicate it in another area, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and equation before yep. we get into that, success breeds complacency too. Success breeds complacency, yes. Yeah, because if you get to like a certain level and you're just fat and happy is the yep. term, mm-hmm. which is a good term when you think yeah. about it. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, but then you you will find other things in your life that will be your downfall. 
Yeah, j- yeah. Just from the success. Yeah. Well, so you ha- yeah. that's why you have to continue to challenge. Um, Google Justin, what do we got? Hey, Justin, what is the definition of? <laughs> uh, complacency is a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievement achievements. Uncritical satisfaction. So you're just satisfied? Yeah. So that's a weird definition. So you're not critical. You're just kind of satisfied. Okay. So what? You have another one? Why don't you read that one? Another definition. I don't want to hear it. Uh, it says, what does complacency mean? And then self-satisfaction. Self-satisfaction, especially when accompanied by unawareness of actual dangers or deficiencies. When it comes to safety, complacency can be dangerous. Uh, and then it's also an instant of usually unaware or uninformed self-satisfaction. Mm. I, I do like that. So okay. complacency is when you have a risk of digressing. Yep. But yes. you're ha- you don't realize it because you're just kind of I like the, along. I like the unaware piece too, and I, I think complacency does come a lot with this. And I have um you know one of my one of my notes here on my little paper that I was writing six sure. minutes before the episode while I'm driving in traffic. <laughs> he caused the accident. <laughs> right, right. Put him in traffic. Um, I wrote down after my progressive routine for me to avoid complacency, I seek to learn new things. Mm-hmm. And I seek to learn new things because when I learn new things, right, if I'm reading a new book or something, those new things turn to new thoughts and then the new thoughts become different actions. But if I'm not learning, I'm very, I'm much more likely to get complacent because like if you came into this fitness challenge and you had the knowledge that you had, but you weren't seeking to learn new things. You wouldn't be trying the other thing. So you would eventually try something and then you'll get a little bit of results. Then the complacency kicks in because you're still doing the same good actions, but there's no new intent behind it. So eventually that progress falls falls off mm-hmm. and then you eventually stop. And that is like the perfect scenario of complacency. Well, like uh, fitness is uh, interesting that you use that as an example because there is a plateau effect and that I translates think, to I I think I, I, I kind of hit that. Right in my own life, I think the plateau of fitness, but I always tried to do new things on a fitness level, um, but wasn't so specific with the measurements of it, mm. you know? So I think I, I did, in a sense, become complacent. But that's why, honestly, like sometimes when I wake up, I'll wake up and say in my head, okay, today I'm going to bike 50 miles. Yeah. Like I do you put a challenge in yeah, front of yourself. Yeah. I, I put the challenge right in front of myself so I can seek like internally, whether I want to or not, to obtain that new obstacle. And I try to do that in every aspect of my life. Um, The other day, I was driving home, did not want to have a conversation with my wife. I just didn't, I didn't want to come home and talk about like, you know, the problems that she had for the day, right? Because I had a terrible day and I'm like, damn, I know I need to go home and I have to like hear hers. But at the end of the day, I said, you know what? If I don't do that, that's going to be me being complacent. Because I'm going to avoid it, kind of like that definition was saying, like you avoid it and you're unaware of it. But instead, I said to myself, you know what? You need to go home and you need to make sure that she has an opportunity to that I give her the same opportunity that she gave me to cry and complain about her bad day. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I went home and, and we happen to have a great conversation. So, again, that that action of me taking, um, you know, a couple minutes to say, you know what? Yes, I'm going to self-awareness. Uh, right. I, I'm going to be aware that she had a bad day and I need to hear about it. And then from there, it stemmed onto like a great conversation. Yeah. You know, but in my initial moment, I was like, ah, I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah, Sorry, I like baby. that. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, something I think about often is being a small fish in a big pond. I think if you put yourself 
in the rankings among people that are a lot farther along in their process, but in a, in a similar industry yep. or you know area, it forces you to uh, put your successes in context so you don't get too full of yourself. And you it pushes you to say, all right, well, this went well, but how can I tweak it to try to achieve with the other it's and there's a fine line we've talked about that where sometimes you compare yourself to other yep. people yes. and that's negative it's terrible versus aspire yourself to other right. people which is a positive um have you heard the thermostat effect of how, how ed yeah, Milet speaks to yeah how it gets back to how a you certain temperature. Always, yeah so you're all so your temperature right you have like a personal thermostat and that thermostat is, mine runs runs cold because i have no body <laughs> is basically the people that you hang around right we always hear like you become the people that you hang around which I average of five people exactly. or something so you always need to find your find a way to keep leveling up and you can do that by changing the people in your circle so when you do that and you change the people in your circle and they're much higher than you you automatically begin to turn your dial right but you can't just hang out with bill gates and do nothing right like you have to hang out with Bill Gates, become his friend, um, you know, seek out the things that he's doing. You basically have his habits, kind of like even the three of us here, right? Like I've taken a lot of what your mindset, you've taken a lot of my mindset, vice versa. We all switch. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually your thermostat will always come back to what you truly believe you're worth. Right. So he, he go. I mean, he goes on very elaborate, but that's the you got to raise your thermostat yeah, thermostat effect. Yeah. We talk about it a lot, but YouTube has allowed and any podcast has allowed yeah. you to hang out with those people. There are conversations, fireside chats with there's enough content with Ed Milet where you can hang out with him every day, oh, all day. I call them my silent mentors. I don't know why yeah. because and they talk to me, but I don't talk back. <laughs> you don't talk back. You're the silent <laughs> exactly, one. You're the yeah. silent, silent mentee. mentee. Silent mentee. Uh, but there's no excuse to not be able to like, if you really love what someone built, you can literally just study them nonstop yep. and try to replicate what they're doing yep. on a smaller scale or in your way. So it's like there's no, there's no excuse anymore I for- agree. Finding a mentor. You don't need like a physical person that's local. Yep. You just find someone that their life looks like fun. It seems like they have a good family at home. They're in an industry that I want to be in. I'm just going to study with that, whatever the hell they did. Mm -hmm. It's like the simplest way to do it. A hundred percent. Here's here's another good one too. And this, I, I mean, I apply it in the workplace. I apply it in my marriage for sure. And even I'll tie that, I'll tie it back to no snooze and be very transparent. Asking for what you want, mm -hmm. right? A lot yeah. of people, you become complacent because you will have all these thoughts in your head and you will not address the thoughts in your head because you're worried about how you're going to make somebody else feel. Mm -hmm. To circle back to the transparency piece, um, you know, with, with people, I had told Mike and CV, guys, I'm feeling extremely stressed out. I need to jump on a call with you guys. Um, what was your thoughts on that, by the way, when I first said that? It was cryptic. No idea what you were talking about. But I was like, yeah, I mean, we'll chat on the phone. Right, right. right. Um, but in my head, I did have these thoughts before I sent that message. I'm like, damn, you know, I'm going to be asking them for a little bit more in that moment. Because I, I really what I needed was your support to come up with something new. I felt like, you know, we were finding our, our, our way almost in a stagnant way. Yes, we're progressing every day. Um, but I was having this negative thing, like even behind the Instagram, trying to pull clips. I was struggling. I'm looking at the content and I'm like, damn, I sound like an idiot. I don't want to post anything. Right. So I needed to hear your voices.
to say, no, what you got, like what we're talking about is good stuff. You know, yes, post it. And we came up with some really good things that ended up coming out of that conversation. But I had to sit down and you almost have to have the uncomfortable conversation. So if there's something that you want, you have to ask for it. Mm -hmm. You said it very well. And you said it on an episode with Dana and, and Karina. You said, you can't get mad at me if I don't know what it is that you're mad about. Yeah, if you didn't ask me for something specific, right. you got to give me the opportunity to deliver. Exactly. That's, if you that's don't, exactly then, what you said. You know. But even for a raise, right? But you should be proactive in some sense. But yes, like for a raise. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Like for a raise, I mean, if somebody comes in my office and asks for a raise, you know, I typically will give them the raise if there's something really good behind it. Mm -hmm. If you just say, hey, can I have a raise? I mean, probably not. But if you sell me on it, well, we're meet Sethi, right? Yep. That uh, financial yes, guru. Financial Have you right. heard about his like how he tells people to go get a raise? He, I, he's the one with the cappuccino thing, right? Well, yeah. yeah so yeah. he he basically says if you want a raise, you go in, you have a conversation. It kind of loops in with the interview episode. Go listen if you haven't. Uh, he says if you want a raise, you go into the the meeting, right? Say you're my a boss, yep. and I say to you, you know, Dave, what can we do to you know, benefit our bottom line. Where where are we lacking as a team? How can I contribute more? And you're like, okay, well, we need uh, a bigger. We need to make more income from this area. And I say to you, if I increase our income by fifty thousand dollars this year, would you give me a raise of ten thousand dollars? And if you're like, yeah, absolutely, because that fifty will cover wow. your ten, and right. it's forty or whatever. Yep. sixty. Do the math. Yeah. He's like, you put them in a position where you show your value and you give them a scenario. And if you get to that scenario, it's black and white. It's they achieve that. You give them a raise versus I think I'm worth a great deal to this company. I think I deserve an extra 10,000, right? That doesn't, you're, so you, you're making it a less adversarial and yes. you're making it facts of a income, a bit. You're making a business decision versus an emotional decision. Whereas the first scenario, you're going out and putting the work in. Once you get the agreement, to yeah. then say, "Hey, I'm going to go get this fifty. Yeah. Then you give me ten from the fifty. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was listening to another podcast, and this other kid said, "Like, hey, he it was a young dude, right? And he wrote, co he was a copywriter. It's on a uh, Omar Alette, The Passion of Few, great podcast. He does all rags to riches stories. Mm -hmm. So the kid, I guess, goes in. He's like." A knucklehead kid. And he's like, how much money do I have to make the company? How many sales do I have to do to get my private office? And the guy was like, do 100000 in your first like two months and you'll get a corner office. And apparently this kid like hustled and got 100000 <laughs> He had a corner office at like 19. But it was funny because he's yeah. like, I didn't know any better. I just I wanted just, a corner office. Yeah. He, he said, go me. do it. And I went and did it. That's good. So That's extremely good. Um, a couple more things on the, on the work point, right? From an employee standpoint, I always ask for feedback hmm. to avoid complacency, right? So specifically for me, I had two bosses directly over me, and then we had town leadership and then county level management, right? So whenever I'm with those individuals that are above me, I ask for feedback, right? As a leader, somebody who has you know a team underneath them, I now am trying to work towards an initiative to avoiding complacency in their own lives. So what I'm doing is I'm setting up monthly. We have about 25 full timers that are directly under me and I'm setting up one meeting per month with each of them. So they know that I'm dedicating my time every month specifically for a one on one and I'm doing it for 30 minutes and I have uh, a goal of ju it's just a catch up. It's a 30 minute catch up. The first one is an update. 
It's on, you know, how's your family, health, anything you want to kind of talk to me about. The second one is goals. I make them set monthly goals and we measure them and we assess them. So if you come in my office on month one and we set a goal, then on month two, the first thing we're going to talk about when that goals conversation comes back up is how did we do towards that goal? (laughs) Then the third thing is how can I assist and make your process easier to achieve your goals? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I hit them with that from a supervisor standpoint. What can I do? What funding can I put behind your initiative? What um, you know, do you need anything from me on a a leadership level that I can make your job run smoother? Then the final thing that I do is some supervision, some constructive criticism. Right. To to end it with something positive. Like, but this is something that we need to work on Um, and it keeps them keeps them on their toes. Have you heard of the good news sandwich? No. Or the bad news sandwich? No. It's basically if you want to deliver like something critical or bad news, you give good news, bad news, good news. Good news, bad news, good news, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's like, uh, I don't know. No, absolutely. But the constructive criticism to me, I never have a problem with it. I really don't because the way that I deliver it, I always end it with something good for them. You know, yes, out of the constructive criticism, there's something that they need to work on. But one thing I always do, even from where I sit right now, is I always ask them, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. Not even on to help Mike Pirelli, what can I do better? What do you think I can do better in my life? Mm-hmm. Like I let you supervise me. Has anyone thrown a curveball at you and been oh, like, yeah. like oh, yeah. listen, I don't like the way you dress. Like get your like um, has anyone thrown like a sideways comment where you're like, what? <sighs> I'm always curious about that because I don't see that a lot. No, not the dress. The dress just anything. Like something where you're like, that's think. not relevant, but yeah, I'll work on a it. Curveball. No, not okay. not in that. I'm trying to think as as bizarre as you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, because you know? I've had people hit me with things that are like out of left field. Just be, when, at some point, you get to a level where you figure out that people one. are people, and like sometimes someone's just having a bad day, and like I've been hit with like a curveball of like they said something. And I'm like, what? That has nothing to do with. <laughs> so, so this hasn't happened specifically in the meeting, but I get it. I get it a lot. Is I op- I eat my eggs in the morning a lot. <laughs> And there's they, been, there's they're been they're like, one don't thing. eat your eggs. Yeah, there's been one. Yeah, because they stink. Exactly. And they say, look, do I you mean, microwave them? No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. I keep them hard boiled. But yeah. when I pop the bag it's open, gross. if my door is open, it stinks. Right. <laughs> That's so, so Dave, do you mind just not eating your eggs in the building? Yeah. Like, can you eat them outside? <laughs> That's a good one. So I have gotten that, which is pretty bizarre. Um, but just to let you know, this is a this is a new thing that I'm doing strictly on a supervisory level with mm-hmm. our supervisors. Okay. Uh, just to try to build, you know, build uh, better leaders in them. Because honestly, at the end of the day, I, I for a while, and this was a, a thing that I was doing wrong. I wanted to be the best leader, mm-hmm. and I was learning all these things. But I thought my uniqueness was I'm young and I'm and I know this stuff, and I didn't want to share it. Yeah. Whereas now I want to share everything to really better everybody else. And it could be because I'm not as young now, and I have some respect on these gray hairs. I was gonna say. Um, but that's that's a you know a brand new thing that I'm really bringing to the table now on a bigger scale. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the, something I want to mention is that I personally am motivated by financials, right? Like, not that money's everything, but it is a, a a point, a game. You know, when you realize that money is a game to some facet, and that's somewhat of the scorecard. Yep. Then you don't depend on it, but it, it's a way. It's a something you can manipulate to motivate you, right? So something I do to not get complacent is I put myself not with my back to the wall, but in very financially stressful situations. So then I have to work my way out of it, right? So like taking on big renovations before, like I have enough, 
But if we do the whole thing and I don't close any deals, we're fresh out, right? Like, and this is a conversation you have with your wife. I have a family now. Um, but being on the same page in that is important. But also knowing that like, all right, well, it's going to be a stretch. But if I do that, I'm going to figure it out. Like mm-hmm. you build the confidence because if you do one of those, like, you know, you do a major renovation or you, you buy something that's good for the business, but it is a financial stress stretch. Then when you're going to take that next big step to do the same thing, just in a bigger scale, you're more confident. Right. But I really like knowing like, wow, I have this nut. I have to cover this month. Let's go out and get it. That really motivates you where you close a deal and you're like, oh, that's great. But I got all these other months of this ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I got to cover. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that could be done through yep. getting the car. You, I'm not saying go broke getting stuff that's flashy, but if you want to get a car and mentally confidence wise, it's going to help you present and be uh, a better you, but it's an extra X a month. Go make the difference mm-hmm. and get it. But yep. it's like, you got to commit once you get it. You can't go get that and then just relax. Yeah. You know, that's something major. No, that's, that, that, that's well said. Um, I'm having a, so an internal business debate with my wife um, about an expensive watch. Okay. Let's talk about it. it. it well, no, it's an, it's a very expensive watch. Something that I think is a mile more. Is it a watch type that I would know? Yeah. Can we write it off as a product endorsement? <laughs> but it's, it's a, it's a night, you know, I'm into watches, but it's yeah, a nice yeah. big time. Is it an investment? Like the girls were telling us about bags. Well, yeah. Well, so one, it is an investment. I mean, it doesn't depreciate it appreciates, but okay. I wouldn't buy it to, for that reason. I would buy it for myself, but really the way that I, did the math out, right? Call it ten thousand dollars of a of a watch. Yeah. I said to myself, like, okay, what would I be okay with spending if I started like right now per day and didn't like think about it? And the number I came up with was five bucks. Okay. Like five bucks a day, like if I put it how Outside. long how long would it take me to do it? And in the business it's ten years. Yeah. Like to get to the ten thousand. But whereas whereas I'm like, you know what? I want to buy the watch. <laughs> It's 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 just a stupid debate we're having, but I wanted to buy the watch and, and pay it off and pay it off type thing to myself. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And which then, is yeah, and smart. then like in ten years I can give my wife back. Hey, hey look, here's an extra. Yeah. Pay. That would be pretty yeah, cool, yeah. right? Like, well, you're kind of becoming your own bank where you're like, <laughs> yeah. you, which like life insurance. That's what a lot of people do. They save a bunch of money and then they borrow money from themselves. Yes, and then they pay themselves back. Right. So mentally, it's like you're borrowing from a bank, but you're yep. in a bank. The life insurance game is crazy. Yeah. But that, I mean, that I like that mental game of like you buy some and then you pay yourself back. Right. But it'd be really cool if you could pay yourself back from like a, a side hustle or something where it's not. See, and that's the thing. I can't. But you don't want to take time away from your main hustle, right? Right. It's got to be something that's complimentary. Exactly. Even just save an extra five. That's good. Like you get a lot of coffee. Right. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. you could every time you do this, you're like, all right, I'll make my coffee at home. And that's what I, I actually even started doing that. Too. Did you know that's the opposite of. Um, yeah. What, what's stuff. In, but it's different because you're getting something that's even more right. important or more. And it's kind of like the suit game, right? Like you have a nice expensive suit. I know sometimes. It's you say, yeah, yeah, it's 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 expensive. But at the end of the day, if you, the amount of times you're going to wear that expensive suit it's cheap. It, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and, my uniform. And the way I'm looking at it is, of course, I'm going to be in business for the next 10 years. And it would yeah. only be $5 a day for 10 years. Imagine, like, I, I have a 30-year career ahead of me. Well, the mental conversation. So really, I should be spending 30000 on the watch. You can. <laughs> the mental conversation, too, becomes, like, do maybe I'm getting more clients or doing more business because I have this thing just from confidence level, you know? I don't know. Uh, there is, like, an inside joke with real estate agents where it's, like, you got to have a nice car, but it can't be too nice. Because if it's too nice, <laughs> if your car is nicer than the people you're rolling up to, yep. then it becomes like, wait, so you gotta we're spending cars. too much. Yeah. You just got to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta know. <laughs> I don't have to run to that issue at the moment. So, <laughs> Oh, man. But it's interesting to think about this. Like, some people do like, 
it's definitely a consideration. People see it and they're like, all right, this person's in this. They're yeah. definitely, yep. you just assume things, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. But you can't, I mean. I think, I, here's my thought on expensive stuff. If you don't waste a lot of money and you buy things that are expensive, but you utilize them, whether it's wearing it every day, it's strategically purchased where you know it appreciates. Maybe you buy it used and it's at a certain value and you know mm -hmm. it's going to be. I think you can enjoy a lot of nice things in life if you do if you go about it the right way. I agree. You know, I agree. And one thing that I've been making sure for for a long time now, since we've you know got the additional house because the finances changed tremendously, um, was not buying the stuff that I really didn't need. Yeah, for a long yeah. time, Dave Regina was buying some stuff that he didn't need. Well, you, well, that happens too because you put yourself in financial stress, which is how you grow, right? And you I addressed guess. it. You're like, all right, well, we got to do this, so I can't do that. Yeah, no, it's a very humbling experience going from having thousands of dollars per month available, available yeah. to then like being like, oh, okay, like let's reallocate this and you know try to figure this out. And it's all for the greater good, and I think you have to go through that. But yeah, they say that the more. Uh, money you have like it just sitting somewhere yep. it burns a hole in your pocket and you want to use it yeah so a, a big way to not do that i think is to allocate it certain places mm -hmm. and already have the system in yep. in place um it's easier said than done yeah but. so i mean if anybody wants to contribute to a watch fund yeah you know, yeah the watch fund go fund me <laughs> go fine. go watch Come me on, you can afford a dollar a month yeah. right a watch for watches for watches where people watch and they donate a dollar. I like that, Michael. Um, the other thing, one of the best things that ever happened to me was not that I was a big spender ever, but when you start out in an industry where it's sales, yep. you're you're forced to like get into the habits of barely spending money because you're basically relying on your commissions. Yep. So that's been good. I don't think I've ever lost the like fear no. of And you've done you've done good too, because you for for a while, I mean you guys were practicing the um the homeless situation yeah we were right. we when you think about it when too, ratatouille bit you you said you know what yeah we're out of here we're out of here let's see if we can do this when there is a lesson there lesson <laughs> in there is like if worst case scenario if you do are you if you are fortunate enough to have family and like you can get by with friends yeah if you ever do god forbid go homeless you'll figure it out for like an extent a little bit of time oh yeah absolutely you know yep. that was a good peek into like we take a lot of things for granted. Oh, yeah. No. Um, and then just to circle back to the final thing that I have on complacency. Yes. Hit me with um, it. Along that, that same point, though, is honesty. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just being able to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you truly don't like where you're at in your life, you have to be willing to say, I don't like where I'm at in my life. And I know that there's a lot more that's available to me. And now the only thing that's left to do, though, is to go do it. Yeah. Right. And taking the action to move forward in that direction. Because um, I, I, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, Do you have inner dialogue for that? Oh, or do you dude. talk to, like, Karina? Do you talk to oh, a, I talk a to confidant? I, I talk to Karina about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She, uh, like I was saying, she's the um, teriyaki to my beef jerky or whatever you said before. Is that, was, that, was that the reference that she made? That's, a, that's an obscure <laughs> one, but yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, she, no, she... she's around when I get in my negative headspace. Yeah. You know, and when I do that, it's, it, I, I know it's what people go through, mm -hmm. you know, and for me, the past seven months, specifically with the baby and that whole transition, it's been, it's been tough, you know, and my, my mental began to change a little bit. But after I have those conversations, sometimes I just like to bitch. Mm -hmm. I just need, I need to do it. Yeah. And one thing I never allow myself to do, though, is to, it, I never stop taking action. You know, like even with the no snoo stuff, right? I'll be very transparent. I had told you guys this, but I'll share it. 
you know, I, I when I was feeling that way about the content, like, damn, you know, we're not putting out great content. And I, I didn't want to put something out in a post specifically because I was like, well, what if this post doesn't do good, blah, blah, blah. Whenever I felt like that, I still made sure that I went out and did actions to receive 25 new followers per day. Mm -hmm. So no matter what I do in any aspect of my life, if I'm feeling negative in one way, I still take an opposite action because eventually then it pulls through. Mm -hmm. And then when I have you guys on my back saying, yo, you know what? No, this is great. Like, let's just keep putting it out. You know, we come up with new, new um, situations and new tasks and new Mm -hmm. Give me a word. Segments. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Exactly. I mean, we spread spread things out. And you said it great. You were like, dude, just if you need to take a break from it, like take yeah. a break. Tell me. It's not a big deal. And I get that. And I appreciate that because I need that. Yeah. Um, but one, I'm not going to do that because I, you know how I am. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, the honesty thing is important, too. When you when you I found that when I have conversations with like people that are close to me and there's a theme that keeps coming up somewhere even if I'm not consciously thinking about it, it's something that is weighing on me. And when it happens too many conversations in a row, I got to address it, right? Mm -hmm. So whether that's like a stress at home, at work, whatever it is, if it keeps coming up in conversation, there's something there, even though if you don't know what it is. I like that, Michael. Did you ever think about no, that? No, I never did. It happens to me all the time because I, like I find myself repeating, you know, it's probably because we have a podcast and all we do is talk, <laughs> but I find myself repeating certain things Yep. And I'm like, this is the fourth time I've had this conversation with someone. Clearly, I'm at like trying yep. to get some feedback to see what to do about this. You know, that's smart. So keep an eye well, out yeah, for the stuff I, that's, that's actually, repetitive. That's a good, good takeaway for me. Um, you know, to see what conversations in my own life are just spinning wheels. Yeah, if you looked back in your head, did you just look back and be like, oh, there's I'm a trying. couple of things. No, no, no. Yeah, honestly, um, that's good. You'll that's find good. it too yeah, when you look oh, yeah. for it. Absolutely, and and that I love things that are applicable to relationships to your business to yeah. your fitness and that's something that i could look at yeah like uh, the um, weights thing remember how i used to yeah. say i was gonna do weights constantly yeah, I was yeah. Like, well i guess i really should well, start lifting weights <laughs> yeah um good stuff man i think we uh we rambled on here and we will move to my favorite section dave's dime of the week dimes 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 i'm going to uh i gotta read this one because it's a long one i think i'm gonna start collecting dimes and throw them at the camera that would be fire right. Michael. so hold me to it next week accountability i have a pack of dimes in my pocket all right <clears throat> the tragedy of life is not found in failure, but complacency. Not in you doing too much, but doing too little. Not in you living above your means, but below your capacity. It's not failure, but aiming too low. That is life's greatest tragedy. Deep stuff. Deep right stuff. So are we up in ten pages Deep to twenty? <laughs> right. That was that was. Is that what you're saying? Did, how are the How are the dramatic pauses? They're good. I need your, your deliveries. A one. Oh, Benjamin Mays. By the way, I know that wasn't a um, that wasn't a Reg Rules quote. So, in case you were wondering. No, I thought it was a Reg Rules. Uh, mine is a quote. I think a lot of people have said it, and I'm going to tweak it. You're going to introduce it? I'm going to intro it, right, but I'm going right. to tweak it very slightly. Okay. All so right. this is Miguelito's mantras. Ito, Ito, Ito. Little Michael, that is. <laughs> the most dangerous phrase in life, we've always done it this way. Ooh. That's good. Especially on a business level. That's real good. You always hear that. Well, it's I for always, business, but it's also, if you if you just change it I to life. I always hear that. Oh, no, no. It's great on you a know? big level. But I always, you know this, always hear 
Uh, it's because we did it this way. But why have we always, always done, done it this way? way? And then they say, well, if it's not broke, don't fix, fix it. it. Why? It's 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 not broken, and but it's you like, could be doing it better. Yeah. Think outside the box, Buttercup. Yeah. <sighs> right? Like a Ferrari's not broken, but you could soup up the engine. That's right. I'm going, I'm going to buy my watch now. Yeah, I would say buy it. Yeah. Get two if there's on sale. <laughs> Let's go. All right, guys. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up. Get after it. And get that watch. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.